I thank you, dear Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You have a Bible tonight. Just a few moments. Take a look at God's Word here. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 144. Right at the book of Psalms. Come back a page or two from the end, and you will have Psalm 144. Psalm 144, and I'm going to begin with verse 10. It is he that giveth salvation unto kings, who delivereth David his servant from the hurtful sword. Rid me and deliver me from the hand of strange children, whose mouth speaketh vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. Verse 12, that our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth, that our daughters may be as cornerstones polished after the similitude of a palace, that our garners may be full, affording all manner of store, that our sheep may bring four thousands and ten thousands in our streets, that our oxen may be strong to labor, that there be no breaking in nor going out, that there be no complaining in our streets. Verse 15, happy is that people that is in such a case. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. And everybody said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to minister tonight for a little while on a case of the happies. A case of the happies. You may be seated. I'd like for you to consider that the psalmist is telling you in his words and for me to give it to you in the lingo that you can comprehend and identify with. He's telling you that he's given you salvation, given to you the knowledge of salvation, that there are people, billions of people throughout the earth that do not know what you know that have not had their understanding opened to the Scriptures like you've had your understanding opened, that have not yet, unfortunately, received the salvation of God in its fullness and in its truth, according to God's will. And that He also wants you to know that He has delivered you as a servant to from many hurtful things, that the Lord has done things that you're not even aware of, there are times when He has uh, protected you and kept you when you weren't even aware that there was danger or harm in your sphere, in your circle, in your midst. And He went on to say, the writer did, to rid me and deliver me from the hand of strange children. And He said, whose mouth speaketh vanity, and their right hand is the right hand of falsehood. We live in a generation right now in a time when children are being raised up and they become adults and then they raise up children and it's getting stranger and stranger. It's getting more extreme left and extreme right and that people are uh, devious 
people are deceitful. There are characteristics that your Bible tells you that children would be unthankful and they would be unholy and that the people would be lovers of their own selves more than lovers of God. Many, many characteristics, proud, boastful, people that would be lifted up in their own minds and this generation is definitely bearing out these characteristics that were foretold and how that people would have an ear an itchy ear and would want it to be scratched would want it somebody to tell them what they want to hear and give them what they want in their own terms on their own terms and that people would be turned away from the truth and be turned unto fables we're living in a generation where there are many seducing spirits and doctrines of devils we're approaching a time when the enemy will call down fire from heaven and people will believe that it's God. They'll disbelieve the fire that comes from God, the Holy Ghost and fire, but they will believe the fire that the enemy produces. They will believe false miracles that are only designed to deceive hearts and minds of men and women, boys and girls. Rid me, O God, rid me, deliver me, save me from the hand of strange children. People that have a lot of strange ideas, a lot of strange doctrines, people who twist things and wrest things out of their proper context in the Scripture, and those that follow their injurious ways are headed for damnation. Rid me of that kind of spirit around me, God. Give me Holy Ghost discernment. Help me to have the basic foundation and knowledge of your truth. Help me to have the salvation of God that will continually deliver me out of the pit and the snare of the enemy. Deliver me from the words that would come and try to foil my mind and destroy my mind and turn me away from God. Deliver me from the strange spirits of our generation and our time. Deliver me. Save me, O Lord, from that. Save me, O Lord. He said their, their right hand. Now your right hand in the Scripture is that hand of authority, that hand of power. It's what it represents. Some sad case that I was told about and how many times, I mean it's it's gone on forever I guess but uh, somebody just doesn't have the revelation they just don't have the light shining in their heart unfortunately and they, again they take scriptures and they don't understand them, what did it say in one place, they understand not what they say nor whereof they affirm uh, we have a brand new citizen of the United States and that's Sister Nicole Mila, let's give her a big hand You know, it's a lot of fun when you get those calls, you know, and say, hey, what, what do I do when they say, do you swear? I said, you say, I affirm, because we don't swear. But uh, it's nice to stay with the book, isn't it? Nice to stay with chapter and verse. Nice to have a Bible answer. And nice to keep yourself in the right place with God. And everybody said, hallelujah. Everybody said, praise the Lord. So I'm saying to you, a right hand of falsehood, that people don't have uh, understanding and when God's trying to show us something we have to be so careful not to look at it in a carnal or a natural way 
and for one to be on the throne and one to be on the right hand. Somehow they've got it figured out that, you know, there's the Father and there's the Son and we're just waiting for them to start talking about a bird flapping around somewhere and call that the Holy Ghost. It's a sad generation we live in that is so full of strange falsehood, strange doctrines. You want to remember that God is a spirit and no matter how God chooses to show that through the Scripture in an attempt to get you to understand that He is a Spirit and that He came in the flesh. And the flesh is a reference to the Son and to the Lamb and to the one that died on the cross. God can't die. It's the flesh that died. It's the flesh that died on the cross when He gave up the ghost or the Spirit. The Spirit withdrew from that body. And three days later, the Spirit re-entered that body, raised it up again from the dead. But as Paul said, not every man has that knowledge in him. Deliver us from the right hand of falsehood. Deliver us that would use their, their power and their authority and their positions for the wrong thing, for falsehood. Deliver us. Save us from that. Help us, Lord, to escape all of the traps that the enemy sets out there. And the reason he said, that our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth, that we could raise them up right, that we could raise them up to believe it right, that we could raise them up to walk in the ways of the Spirit, in the ways of God, the ways that are keeping the commandments of the Lord from generation to generation so that they could then raise up their children and after they get married and have those children that they could raise those children up in a loving family and see those children grow up strong and straight and healthy and productive and bear much Holy Ghost fruit God grant that our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth and that we won't lose them in their youth that they won't become disillusioned that they won't be drawn away to the right nor to the left, and that they won't be filled with the wrong types of music. They won't be filled with the wrong types of things coming in through their eyes into their mind, all kinds of hatred and violence and, and killing and fornication, that these things will not be in their system, but they will uh, grow up and bear good fruit, not vile fruit, but good fruit. And everybody said amen. And he said that our daughters, you know, we're an equal opportunity employer here. That our, our daughters, God, you want to get employed by the Lord. You want to get on his payroll. I'm telling you, he pays good. That our daughters may be as cornerstones, polished. That's nice. You know, we're not crude. We're not bumpkinish. We're, we're polished here, and we're polishing our children. They're being taught right now at the academy about manners, you know, how to have good manners so that you can be a polished cornerstone that you will know how to conduct yourself in and around people in this world so that you can be a bright shining light for the glory of God that you can know that you're the city set upon a hill that you don't have a little light you've got a great big light you've got a Holy Ghost light and you're going to let that great big light of yours shine a polished cornerstone not dull not dreary but polished. Everybody said amen. He said our daughters may be as cornerstones, polished after the similitude of a palace, not a shanty, not a shack, not a hut, not a tent, but, but a palace. This is not something what God has done that is, uh, you know, down and out and brand X 
What did he tell one man? He said, I know you know about this because this wasn't done in a corner. When God did and does what he does, he puts it right out there. He wants, what did he say? I'll show you to whom he's like. He wants to show people what he's like, what his church is like, what his power and authority is like. It's not something dead, dull, boring, or dreary. Do you hear me? The church is the greatest thing that could ever come into your life, and you want to be glad about it. You want to be happy about it. You want to look at all you've got and be thankful for all you've been delivered from. Amen. said that our garners, now that's, that's your storehouse, that's your silo, that our barn, that, that our garners may be full, affording all manner of store, that we're not going to, the Lord teaches you, you're not going to be lacking for any good thing, that he will supply all of your need according to his riches and glory, and he has uh, hidden treasures in secret places, uh, as was said not too long ago about the, the prophet and uh, he was concerned that I alone and only I and all of that. And the Lord said, I got 7,000 haven't bowed their knee. I got people all over the place. I got things going on. You, you got to realize, church family, that we're here locally just a small part of a great big thing. So you don't want to get lifted up here. You don't want to get out of balance and pride and let rebellion and disobedience get in there. You want to be humble before the Lord. You want to know what to do? You be humble. You walk with God. You love God. You keep God in your midst. And you tell yourself, I'm so glad for everything he's put in my life. That my garner is full of all good store. Amen. I'm not lacking here. So that our garners may be full. Not half full. Not on a quarter tank. Not on a low fuel situation. But our garners will be full. God's going to see to it. And he said, all, affording all manner of store. That our sheep may bring four thousands and ten thousands in our streets. In other words, that we would be productive. And that God would produce through the congregation so many good and wonderful things. Somebody got a pretty nasty spirit. Don't know who they are, and they. Uh, but it was reported that they they said where they asked where one of our people went to church, and they told them, and they and they said, well, said I go to so and so, and said we're completely opposite you. Duh. Thank God for that. Hallelujah. Boy, am I glad. Wouldn't want to be anything like you. Don't want to be dead. Don't want to be dull. Don't want to be boring. Do not want to have deception and falsehood in my life. I want to have chapter and verse. I don't want some denominations thinking and some man's ideas. I want the truth of the scripture that comes from Almighty God and that he confirms it. He confirms his word. Said that our oxen may be strong to labor. That our ministry would be strong to labor. And that there would be no breaking in, no going out. Nobody, nobody trying to cause a ruckus around here. That we're thankful to be in the church. We're happy to be in the church. We're excited to be in the church. You got people out there that are complaining about all kinds of things. Saying that the, your sleeves are too long. Or your skirt length is too long. Or your face is too clean shaven. Or one thing after another. Always arguing about something Visual. What did he say? Rid me from vanity. Rid me from vanity. Get me away from this kind of world. Let me know that beauty is vain and favor is deceitful. But a person that loves the Lord is going to be blessed and prospered. Come on now. You get your mind on God. First of all, it all starts in your heart. Get 
Get your heart right with God. And then let me tell you, you will not have complaining in your streets. Oh, yeah. So, case of the happies comes from happy is that people. That people. <laughs> that people. And he said that is in such a case. He said, yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. I got a case of the happies tonight. I have no complaints. You hear me? I have no complaints. Do I have any needs? Sure I do. But I know he's going to supply them. You hear me? No matter what that devil lion spirit says, I know my God is going to supply all of my need according to his riches in glory. I know that my God is my healer. I know that my God is my savior and my redeemer. I know that my God knows how to raise up our youth. I know that our God knows how to help us bring truth from generation to generation to generation. And he can cause our daughters to shine like a polished cornerstone in a palace. He can cause our young men to be straight and tall, not twisted and bent. He can cause us to be rid and saved from all kinds of falsehood. Oh, I'm happy. I got a case of the happies. I'm happy about a whole lot of things. Woo! I'm happy about my God. I got no complaints. I don't have to get on a computer and blog to somebody and vent all of my bitterness. I don't have any bitterness. I have the sweet gift of the Holy Ghost. The sweet gift of the Holy Ghost. And I love this truth. And I love this holiness on the inside. That produces a holiness on the outside. Amen. Amen. I'm deliriously happy. I'm intoxicated on the new wine, on the Holy Ghost, on the love and the power and the glory of God. I got a case of the happies. Amen. No sad sack around here. No lower lip on the ground around here. Amen. Anybody gets in that kind of shape, you just need a dose of the Holy Ghost. You just need to be in a Holy Ghost service, a high-energy Holy Ghost service. You just need to leap and jump and praise and shout and worship and not be ashamed of it, but be excited about it. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. People say you're too strict. People say you're, you know, you're over the top or all these other things they want to say. Let me tell you something. I'm just happy. I'm just happy with God, with what God has done in my life and what he's doing in other people's lives. I thought I was going to jump through, through that ceiling when Altez got the Holy Ghost. I was so excited when the Holy Ghost hit that man. And he just went to shake and he couldn't stand straight. I thought he was going to fall over. Let me tell you something. I'm happy when Sister Small got the Holy Ghost back there. Happy when Alex Petion got the Holy Ghost. Happy for what God did for an hour and a half when church was usually over for till 1.30 in the afternoon for Veronica. I'm thankful and happy. Woo! I'm thankful when God heals people. Yes, I am. I'm happy. Oh, yes. I'm not drifting away from this. I'm going to get closer to this. I want to be more on the inside of the inside of the inside. Amen and amen and amen. 
The ball game holds nothing for me. You hear me? The pool hall's got nothing for us. There's nothing out there in that nasty old world that we need or want. I'm glad to be coming together in his name and to worship him. I don't want to be sitting at home somewhere or watching some television on a Sunday night. I want to be in church. I want to be worshiping God. I want to be so full of the Holy Ghost and I don't need a television. You hear me? I don't need their entertainment. I don't need their trash. And you don't either. Not if you want your daughters to be polished. Cornerstones like a palace. Not if you want your young men to grow up straight and tall. Oh yeah. Not if you want to be without complaint in our street. Not if you want to have your storehouse full. Not if you want every precious good thing in life. And you just be right in here. You don't need. You don't want to draw from. You don't want to be a partaker of the things that are going on out there. We don't need that junk. We don't even want that junk. We want this Holy Ghost. We want this love of God. We want this joy and excitement. And we want to keep telling ourselves, come on, God, teach me to do your will. Come on, Lord, grant me your grace. Come on, Lord, comfort my heart. Come on, Lord, put your strength inside of me. Amen. Amen. Give me a great desire. Give me an enlarged desire. Give me a, a beautiful, glorious, Holy Ghost desire for the things of the Spirit. Amen. And everybody said, Praise the Lord. Amen. So when they tell you that you got a chip on your shoulder, say, No, I don't. I got a case of the happies. When they tell you you're too strict, say, No, I got a case of the happies. When they tell you you're too down on everybody else, say, no, I got a case of the happies. I'm just happy about what I have. And if that spills over and somehow it makes you feel a little intimidated or a little insecure about what you got, then you just need to come get what I got. You need to come get what God's given because he's given a whole lot more than religion. He's given salvation. He gives it unto us like kings. He gives it unto us like royalty. We are a royal priesthood. We are a chosen generation. Oh, yes, we are, by the grace of God. I told Sister Mila, I said, you're not just a citizen of the U.S., girl. You're a citizen of the world to come, and that's a whole lot better. Amen. Glad to have the one, but much happier to have the other. I got a case of the happies. I got a case of the happies. I got a street of gold waiting for me. I got gates of pearl, walls of jasper. I got all the great things. No suffering, no sorrow, no pain, none of that stuff. God said, I'm going to take all your tears away. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. God's going to lift my head up. Right when the enemy's trying to put it down, he's going to lift my head up. Amen. He is the lifter up of my head. Amen. And everybody said, praise the Lord. Let's take a moment. Lift our hearts with our hands. I love you, Jesus. And I praise you, mighty God. I got nothing to be sad about, nothing to be complaining about. Holy, holy, holy Lord God. Amen. I can talk to my father about anything. Amen. And I know my father's name. His name above every name is Jesus. Jesus Christ. And I can talk to him. I can ask in his name. Amen. And he's going to do it. He's going to hear me. He always hears me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, precious holy God. I'm happy. Happy in the Lord. 
I'm a, I'm a part of that people, that people, that church, that believing church, that Holy Ghost filled church, that baptized in Jesus name church, that holiness church, both inside and outside. Oh yes, I'm a part of that people. And I'm happy to be in the case of the happies that I'm in. I'm not depressed. I'm not down. Oh no, not at all. Happy, happy, happy in the Holy Ghost. Let's take another moment. Pray for Sister Mary tonight, Johnson. And pray for Ava Hopper or Anna Hopper. Pray for them. They need a healing touch tonight. Let us pray together and worship the Lord. I thank you, Jesus. And I praise you, Lord. That's Sister Mary Johnson and I, Lord. Reach and touch Anna Hopper, Lord. God, we need your healing. We need you to send your angel right now, Lord. Send the word of healing, Lord, right now. I give you praise. I give you glory. And I give you honor, oh, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I'm glad you see. Come on now. what all he's done for you what all he's doing for your family if not for grace raising our children with direction raising them with purpose raising them with spiritual values amen if it's important to you it'll be important to them if you deny yourself they'll deny themselves Nothing out there. Where would I be? You only Only know. I'm glad you see. The rise of love. I was a hopeless case. An empty space. If not for grace. Amazing grace. How sweet. Hey. 